Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know all that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It is way too late to salvage Russell Wilson. Welcome to it. Deshaun Jackson is back, baby edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Say it with me now, juggernaut, 6-0, baby. Will the Eagles ever lose again? I'm just going to keep asking. I'll say Cyclops. I'll say Cyclops. I'm not saying juggernaut. The place you're going to lose is in the playoffs. So, yeah. until then... Not much matters. Enjoy. Oh, it's been so nice building huge leads and then just sitting on them. Okay, with us as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, does the loss to the Bills mean anything to you whatsoever? We'll get into it. But uh, <laughs> I would say a robust no. Okay. Hey, we we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson with us. Jamel, Carson Wentz had surgery and is out perhaps forever. Thoughts? Hey, man, he put his nuts on the line. Yeah, they're really tiny nuts, but sometimes you still got to show them things. Guys, it's just us three this week. The fans have been clamoring for it. They're sick of these guests. Nobody wants an interview. Nobody wants us to feel around and and hear about these other people's lives. It's all about week seven. (laughs) Nobody. No No one wants that shit. They just want to hear us. The feature the three, the original trio. Oh, yeah, nah. Who nobody likes extra crispy. You like <laughs> you go to KFC for original. That's true. So you got the original recipe back at in action, guys. How, how's how's six weeks of football treated you so far? I mean, we're gonna get into it, obviously, but let's just open it up a little bit. How you guys doing? Well, honestly, um, I, w- I wish you wouldn't open it up, but. <laughs> Speaking of chicken, you know, Popeyes, they are they've started saying original and uh spicy. They don't say like regular. They they're trying to sneak into KFC's wordage. So just be on the lookout for a lawsuit from the Colonel. Well, if their sneak is anywhere near as effective as the Eagles, it's gonna work because that shit's unstoppable. I called it out oh last show. That's how my final thought was that the Eagles have a play that's literally unstoppable and it, and it's true. It cannot be stopped. Uh, Danny, how's your first six weeks been? I mean, I'm I can't complain. Four and two. <laughs> I mean, right now I'm in my I'm in my cocoon. You know, this entire part of the calendar year where it's all football, I just roll up in it like a big old blanket and just cocoon myself through the winter, just watching football content, rewatching highlights. Listening to analysts talk about football, mm. adjusting my fantasy team, thinking about betting. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Sometimes I do. Thinking about future situations where I might be able to watch football. I can do that 
until football is officially over. And then I'll have to start looking for a job. Yeah. So we got a couple more months in us. Uh, I'm at, we've touched on a little bit, but I'm at that uncomfortable point where the season's gone so well that I'm drowning in content. And I'm talking personalized stuff too. Our, the, the family group text is out of control. People mm-hmm. are talking about getting tickets to playoff games. Like that sort of conversation is starting up. I mean, we're getting fringe family members participating in, in like Sunday night football group chats. And then obviously you have, I can't get enough of it. So I'm like listening to new podcasts or watching new YouTube videos that are just Eagles fans talking about how great shit is. Uh, it's all going to end terribly. I know that. And that's okay. And I we would we would be so happy for you if it was any other team besides the Eagles. If you were just like a, an expansion team from Canada, that'd be perfect. <laughs> and you guys had the same record, and you were talking them up. I'd be like, you know what? Good for you, man. That you're the the Toronto wind is killing it. Mm. <laughs> and you're doing this shit right in my face, man. It's like I watch the Commanders win in the dark. You know what I'm saying? As you show lights on, real sad stuff. Like quietly too, yeah. No volume for two and a half hours, just silence. Danny, let's start the show the way we always do. What'd you hate about watching football last week? Lay it on us. Well, first off, let me just tip a cap. Wow, game of the year, huh? Two great teams going back and forth in an epic battle. Big game. Huge game. Clash of the QBs and only the best of the best can. Oh, wait, actually, who gives a fuck? And what I hated this week is that people think I give a fuck. I don't give half a fuck. This is week six. What are you, a child? This is your first time watching a full NFL season. Nothing that's happening now means anything important. It all ends up changing. If you want to judge by week six, then last year's Super Bowl would be Cardinals Colts. Does that seem right? None of these teams are going to look the same after the trade deadline and injuries and the Bills pants being covered in playoff pee. You realize the Chiefs had their starting linebacker and two quarterbacks out for this game, and we were playing on a short week after a Monday night divisional game. Meanwhile, pretty much all the Bills were healthy after getting a bye week against the Steelers. They got Von Miller. We gave away Tyreek, and we still played him in the last possession. So, Bills fans, be terrified. That's my message to you. You got the regular season win. That's the last thing you wanted. Now your little revenge narrative is gone, and it's replaced with huge expectations that you literally have never been able to meet. We're going to spend the rest of the season learning from this and getting better, hiding in the bushes. You guys have nothing to learn. You're killing it. Everyone loves you. You're perfect. No way you're going to fuck it up this time. So, yeah. Call me when the AFC Championship game starts. Some important points that you made. You're right. It's week six. We have to be wise enough to understand we're not even halfway there. None of this shit matters. It's nice to get wins under your belt. That's what you want. But we're not locked into anything right now and i like that you're already all over the the revenge narrative's gone so by the time the playoffs roll around that's what do you have they're gonna it's gonna be in buffalo by 
Probably, right? You're probably going to Buffalo for that game. If you're a Bills fan, how scared are you that you might lose to Patrick Mahomes in a whole new way in the playoffs? In a whole (laughs) different paradigm. All this stuff you've convinced yourself is true. You guys barely won this game. You should have kicked our asses. I'm out of it. I'm out of listening to it. I didn't I I got all the fucking sports dudes muted. See? It's the opposite. You you can't even tolerate it anymore. You're off Madden now too, fully, right? No, I still play Madden. I mean, we're okay. about to play the 49ers. It's much more fun. We're just whopping Jimmy G's ass in the game, so. But I think the takeaway and the lesson is everybody pump the brakes a little bit. And I'm trying to deliver that message like I said in my group texts. And to anybody who will listen, um, it, it, it's nice to win, but guys, it, it is, it's a marathon. Uh, Jamel, care to comment and then follow up with what you hated about watching football this last week? Uh, I will give you no comments, uh, but I will tell you what I hated because it's the same thing. I hated how much Tony Romo had to suck off Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes the whole game. Tony Romo's talking about, oh, my God, this is the clash of two geniuses. If it was any other team, I'd probably kick a field goal here. You know, if it was anyone else, if I was playing against mere mortals, I'd probably kick a field goal here. But the only way you're going to beat these two titan geniuses is by doing the dumbest shit possible. What the fuck is Tony Romo talking about, man? God damn. And then he uh, direct contradictions every time. You know what? You're not going to see a ton of scoring, but these are the best, <laughs> the two best quarterbacks in the history of footballs. Oh, man. Nobody can stop these guys. But you know what? This week, I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of points. <laughs> and it just uh, went every possession, every time. When Mahomes is on the field, he's talking about how smart Josh Allen is. When Josh Allen's on the field, he's like, man, you know, Mahomes could do that too. I just, I by the end of the game, I wanted to fucking throw up. Just let these fools play. God damn it. Quit telling me how good they are. It's week six. Hearing you go at Tony Romo's throats, throat delights me to no end, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're absolutely right. It, he plays both sides of the fence early in the game. He was like, I'm sensing a 24, 20 defensive struggle whilst sucking the D's of both quarterbacks all game long and saying they're infallible and, uh, invincible. Mention, so mention one cornerback in the middle of your defensive struggle talk. Just tell me what one of these DBs did. That was good. Tell me one thing. I, I do you know I the starting running backs name. I Collinsworth would have known Collinsworth likes to spotlight the guy who nobody really gives a shit about. That's an endearing quality. You're right because you don't want Mm. an entire game dedicated to filleting two men. You want at least a Baker's dozen. A few of them off. There's 110 guys sweaty (laughs) and oiled up and ready. And you just keep sucking off these, these two guys. Yeah. Even the fans don't want that. God Danny, damn. Did, you, did, did you latch on to this during the gameplay? Was Romo pissing you off to no end? Or are you are you Zen now? Do you just watch in silence or in peace? Are you okay? Or what's going on when somebody is just hammering a point that is getting pretty annoying? 
Right. Well, I mean, look, you know, I've calmed down significantly since the Super Bowl win. Of course. That really takes mm-hmm. a load off of my childhood. Uh, or I guess my childhood takes a load off of me finally. But uh, it's, you know, this last three years uh, has been a journey in patience and understanding and perspective. And that's what I had about this game. And so when Romo was using that filleting language about how superior these two guys were in the game, which they weren't, they both had fuck fuck ups, you know, they threw about a regular game. It's a regular fucking week six game between two guys who know they're going to see each other in the playoffs again. So, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it was annoying in that way. And I just, you know, I, I don't need it. I don't need that. I understand what my team is. I understand we're great. I don't need to be sucked off. And I don't need to watch a man like Tony Romo do the sucking. Yeah, sometimes head is not good. Every so often. <laughs> it can be disappointing. What I hated about watching football this week is that that last week will never happen again. It was so perfect. The Eagles won. The Cowboys lost. Tom Brady embarrassed by the Steelers. Aaron Rodgers embarrassed at home by the Jets. Jamel's Commanders won. The Bills beat the Chiefs. Everybody knows the show's better when the Chiefs lose. We know that. That's true. It was the Phillies, you know, not to get too much other sports involved, but the Phillies advanced. They're in the Final Four in baseball. The Sixers just kicked off what's sure to be a championship campaign. They lost lost tonight. That's fine. They will learn. It's quite all right. Too long. It's a new starting five. Some would Um, say. So I I just want to just live in this week for a moment. There's only four NFC teams with winning records. The Eagles are 6-0. The Giants are 5-1. The Vikings are 5-1. And and the Cowboys are 4-2. We have beaten two out of those possible three. And you've got to believe we're going to whoop the Giants' ass when we see them later this year. So a mediocre Uh, NFC. uh, Oh, the Cowboys' defense is uh, so crazy good. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, all I heard. Dude was just nothing. He had nothing when Lane Johnson was on the field. Lane Johnson goes out with a head injury in the second half. They find a little bit of a groove. That's okay. We're going to be healthy. If Saquon Barkley's shoulder... Is not good. Sure, you can say that, but if he's yeah, good, the, you that's just something to worry about. I have to, I have to just ask you guys this, and it's going to hurt, but it, it's a it's a real question. How many times leading up to the start of the season did I come on here and say, or to send a text saying the vibes were immaculate from this Eagles mm. team? It was 15. last year. I was yeah, last year. I was coming on here making fun of Sirianni. I was I had no faith. The guy's getting clowned for his awkward opening press conference. And then last Sunday, he's literally barking, fuck you, to the Cowboys sideline, cementing himself as one of our own. I it, it was clear as day that this team was going to be awesome. And it's happening. And I'm just living in it for a second. This is the last time I'll do this. It's a bye week. So next week it's I will not tone even it down. True. Yeah. It's a bye week. Next week I have to tone it down. But holy shit. Everything is good right now. You, you just have to agreed. recognize the good. You just agreed that it was only week six. You agreed with us. I agree. I, I'm not saying this is means anything. I'm not saying we're winning the Super Bowl. I'm saying right now, yeah. it's awesome. That's Look, all. all right. Three words. Danny Q Dimes. 
If you go Can't up wait. against him and other Coach of the Year candidates, <laughs> Brian Dable. Come on. Tough team. Jamel, you you stop Come it. You, are, you can't root Come for other on. NFC's teams. It's disgusting. It's, Come it's immoral. It's blasphemous. Jamel's holding up his Jets jersey, and oh it's actually God. meant to be a Seahawks reference because it's Jamel. Come on! So, the it's most sorry speak. we love football, all right? It isn't called sorry we love got one goddamn team. You're pan football ish. Speaking. Pan football sexual. I'm bad football sexual. We'll, fi- we'll find oh a word my, for that. Pan- yeah. Yeah. Foot sexual? That's, nah, it's off. It's yeah. off. Foot sexual? Get yeah, the that's, pan in there. that's rough. Yeah. How do you get the... I'm football pan. Okay. Speaking of the NFC East and disgustingness, Daniel Snyder is in the new... I mean, we have covered this since the inception of this show, but... It's all coming to a, to a head. It's coming to fruition. Uh, and I think it's spurned on something we covered a couple weeks ago as well. Roger Goodell is, uh, they have to discuss whether or not he should still be the commissioner. So all the owners are forced to interact with one another. And there's this wart on the league. There's plenty of them, but there's one that stands out and it's Daniel Snyder. Uh, it seems like the other owners want to oust him, but... Daniel Snyder has clapped back. He will not go quietly into this night. He says he has dirt on everybody else in the rest of the league. And Danny sent an amazing text message just asking, what do you think that dirt is? What do you think Daniel Snyder knows about the other owners, about the rest of the league, about the team, about Goodell himself? Who knows? Danny, start this thing off. Let's get, let's get into the Snyder cut. Look, this is now this is going to be good Uh, because the fact is that this has to be something serious. These guys are all sleazebags and it has to be at least bigger than what Snyder himself did. Right. So sex scandals, financial tampering and pooping on the fans. That's all out. He's already done that. So mm-hmm. you can't blame anybody else for any of that. So that got me thinking conspiracy. It's got to be everybody mm. is in on something. And Danny Snides could be the, the key to unlocking it, to, to going public with it. He knows about something evil that all the owners are in on besides just keeping Colin Kaepernick out of the league. And I think I've got it. I think CTE isn't real. Whoa. Yeah, at least, all right, at least what we're being told about CTE isn't real. See, the NFL, please. Danny, I know you're going to get into this. All right. Before we even do, I saw the Will Smith movie. You're telling me that the whole thing is is a lie? Look, based on what I'm guessing here is big enough to blow the lid off this league, I definitely think there's the possibility that this is going on. CTE is not a real thing. It's a byproduct of something else. You see, the NFL was actually the inspiration for Get Out. And in, 19, in the 1960s, the owners developed a procedure to implant their consciousness into black players after they died. So I'm not sure if you guys knew this. Wellington Mara, Giants owner, he was Tiki Barber after 20, 2005, after he that died. That explains how his career ended. That's right. Two years later, out of the league. 
Lamar Hunt was Jamal Charles for a while. Then he gets injured. Al Davis became Darren McFadden. And that guy, I, he just didn't know how to pick him, Al Davis. I think that was the problem. Oh, just love speed. Uh, but obviously that type of brain surgery, it can have, you know, violent complications as the original consciousness tries to reemerge. And so in an attempt to cover their tracks, they called it CTE and they came up with the whole thing. And as a bonus, all the owners invested heavily in the foam padded helmet industry before the story broke. So basically get making money on both sides, the most diabolical, diabolical racist scheme in sports history. And I would actually commend the heroism of Dan Snyder. If he finally admitted. Damn. So you telling me, you telling me Robert Kraft was junior Seau. Well, Robert Kraft is alive. I did a little bit oh. of research for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I did. tried I, to I, find I when owners had died. Oh, okay. And tried to link them to a player that was the best, you know, you get it. But it's real. I this see. Is, this I, you had crazy visions. Yes. Damn. I believed it. I believed it. As I was starting to look these things up, I was like, it's too much of a coincidence that Jamal Charles gets 1,200 yards in a season right when this motherfucker dies and then blows out his ACL and his career's over. Oh, you got I'm us shocked. fucked up over here. Yeah, we, I don't I'm know shocked. what to say. Because I can't prove this wrong. I, I don't have really a, a retort here. I, it you seems can. so... Like, when the movie Get Out came out, do you think they were extremely threatened? Or is this based on some knowledge? Or is it just a crazy coincidence because it's out in the ether and sometimes that happens? Here's the brilliance of these owners. Because they didn't become evil billionaires, you know, by twiddling their thumbs and, and holding their dicks. You know, these guys are men of action who know what they're doing. They implanted the idea. Jordan Peele went out and shot it, wrote it, came up with it. Uh, uh, but you know, they just incepted it somehow into the consciousness because they wanted people to believe it was a fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep your enemies close. So, what you're saying is, is when Derrick Henry eventually slows down, his knee explodes later this season, and then the Titans owner, similar timeline, perishes. Mm. You're, I don't like this. I don't like it. Takes away. It, yeah. This is bad. I Why already hate you football. Be, yeah, be Wes Welker or something, man. Why you gotta be us? I I would I would be the whitest Jewishest of all the slot receivers if I had the choice. That would be the best life, really. Cuz then you don't have to deal with this all this racism. You can just yeah. have a good time be on a podcast talking about the old days with Tom Brady. What a oh. life. That's what leave happened to Jalen Jason Seahorn. Leave <laughs> Jalen Hurts out of this. I, I don't want this that's is a, That's up to Jeffrey that Lurie to decide. That's him. If he there's no way he goes, I don't know I anybody else you'd want to be. Holy shit! Maybe, maybe big play, big play slay. I don't know, but you don't want to play defense. And you're saying that Daniel Snyder is threatening to expose this. He's just like this has been going on for generations. This is at the core, at the root of football, with all of our legendary owner figures. 
George Hallis and the like, or was he a coach? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Their names, One of them names thrown around. So here's when I'm going to believe you. Cause right now this is intriguing. I'm going to believe you when we have a black owner or a black ownership group. I don't know which team this is going to be. And then on that so team, 400 years, from white now. D, 400 years from now, a white ownership, or excuse me, a black ownership group uh, takes over a team. And then they have four white DBs, just fucking the new Legion of Boom. And I'm like, all right, Danny was correct. <laughs> this is exactly what was well, happening the whole time. It's, that's, that's, that'll also never happen because we don't want to be white guys. In 400 <laughs> years, you don't know what kind of curiosities these kids are going to come up with. Are you no. kidding me? <laughs> if I see a white guy in a, in a porno, I turn it off immediately. Mm. I can't jerk off to this. It won't yeah. work. But that's about relatability, right? It's just all about seeing yourself in the main character. I don't know. And also, yeah, Robert for- Kraft thinks he's Junior Seau. Why the fuck do you think he acts like that? These guys are that, evil. This is what happens yeah. when it's just us three. It gets fully off the rails. I We're going to attempt to put it back on because I'm sure Jamel has a very sound, yeah. realistic thing just, that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> unlike Danny, I got some real shit to say. <laughs> um, you, know, you, know, you know what Snyder's got? Snyder knows where Cletus and Susie Kohlberg's secret baby is. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's like Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. 2029. Look, man, they was hooking up. And then when Joe Namath tried to sneak in, Cletus drove 30 hours upstate with a diaper on to go beat <laughs> Joe Namath's ass. They got a kid out there. The kid has the answers to global warming, uh, how to change gas prices, because he's a humanoid, a humanoid robo- robomaniac. You know what I'm saying? With sports knowledge. See? Could take down right. ESPN in the snap of a finger. In a heartbeat, if it had a heart. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would send the nukes. The nukes that ESPN <laughs> has. It would send the nukes. ESPN. World War Three. World War Three. <laughs> You know, you know, it's very fun. Uh, ESPN has one nuke in, in Connecticut and then one in L.A. That's all you need. That's really all you need. That's kind of all you need. That's true. I actually uh, found out about a, a conspiracy theory I, I did not know existed through uh, one of my group texts. Uh, whenever the uh, Mar-a-Lago raid happened and the, the threat of nuclear war, be- just, you know, the the danger color went up from like a a yellow to an orange. Uh, the, the conspiracy theory I found out about was nukes aren't real. They actually oh, don't exist. Shit. And they oh, never man. existed. And, and I was like, this isn't, this, I, it was a fun one because I had never heard it. And I was, but um, shout out to my buddy. He is, you know, there's a real what argument. Is, what does your buddy think about Kanye West today? Have not ex- gone down that path, but I will gladly update you. I'm gonna need do. words on that before yeah. I take that nuke thing serious. Uh, let's. <laughs> we need to just fly these people to something. We need to fly Kanye West over to Israel. We need to get your friend on a plane to Hiroshima and just kind of iron mm. this stuff out. This is on yeah, us. Yeah, check out. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. Way off course again. I'm going to attempt to put, I will attempt to put this back on the tracks. It's made me sick to listen to your guys' theories, to be honest, about Daniel Snyder, because to me, he's our last beacon of hope. The only man on earth willing to tell the truth about the NFL's ownership groups. As us real football fans know, Snyder was recruited by top military generals to buy the Washington Commanders back in 1999 in an effort to secretly, from the inside, break up the criminal enterprise, bring the owners to justice. And as I and many others believe, all of these cabal members will soon be arrested and imprisoned at Guantanamo Bay. Some will face military tribunals. Some will be executed. Jerry Jones surely will be executed. He's he's the only one who's voting against Goodell right now. It's he crazy. Was, he's got that That's one good... vote where he's like, I don't want to pay this guy any more money than he's already. I don't want to give him his bonus. Hey, I fuck and with then, that though. At least it's not just at least it's not just Dak he's holding out on. Hey, everyone. I kind of like it. I hate to say that too. Oh. Jerry Jones being like, yo, fuck Roger Goodell. Why does he get that bonus? But he's doing funny. it because he doesn't he's a miser, that's why. Oh, also, by the way, in that article, I found out Roger Goodell's 63 years old. That just kind of blindsided me somehow. I don't know why. I thought he was like 49. He doesn't Anyhow. look 63, baby. And listen, it will soon be revealed. 81. So it will soon be revealed that Pat Tillman never actually died in Afghanistan. He's been working alongside wow. Daniel Snyder and a small group of other commanders to save the NFL from the Satan worshiping elites who own these NFL teams as a front for the real passion, which is, of course, running child sex rings. And they're obviously responsible for various other crimes against humanity, school shootings, natural disasters, 9-11. It knows no end. You'd think all that stuff was the work of Democrats, but no, it's actually the NFL owners, except for Dan Snyder. And I predict that this war on Snyder will soon culminate in something I'm calling On the Schneid. On the Schneid is an appointed time when Dan Snyder finally unmasks this cabal and punishes its members for their crimes and restores football to its pureness and its greatness. Mr. Snyder is the central and heroic figure in the NFL's narrative. A lone brave patriot who is chosen by the NFL. God bless you, Daniel Snyder. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Is this just QAnon? I mean, this really sounds like you're trying to say JFK Jr. The storm is coming, Danny. I mean, excuse me, on the Schneid. We're on the Schneid right now. The Schneid is coming. All we need to know is Daniel Snyder. Enigma. See you on the other side with the picks. Hey guys, a little brief pause to say that today's episode of Sorry We Love Football is brought to you by Sports Drink. It's your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created, I mean a couple of years, not really new, but it's a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team and our favorite team to be honest. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social, sportsdrink.org, or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink, but without any vowels, right? So S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K, sportsdrink, that's where they are on Instagram. It's a new brand. They're pulling this show up. If you like this show, you like sportsdrink, get at it. That's the ad read. 
back on the other side. Guys, we're six weeks in. Danny remains nationally competitive. I, I know I said it the other week, but it, it and you went seven and seven. You didn't have a, a great week, but there was some some bullshit. I mean, who's going to pick the Steelers against the Bucks? This is straight up stuff. Like, so anyhow, you're 53, 40, and one. I also went seven and seven. I'm at 49, 44, and one. Jamal went six and eight, only lost one game on us. 45, 48, and one. I got to be honest, man. I like, I had some good picks. But I really wasn't – I didn't have my testicles out like I should have, man. I should have mm. been learning from Carson, man. Like, I had Falcons over the Niners. In my in my loins, I had that game. But I was too yeah. afraid. I wasn't using my – you know what I'm saying? Look, I feel the same way about the Giants. I said it last week. I wanted partial credit for picking the Giants <laughs> over the Ravens. I didn't do it. I think – the credit is worthless anyway, but come on. We gotta we gotta pick it up this week. We gotta yeah, start week, dragging now. I agree. It's I'm sick of this shit. We know best. Let's get into it. Week seven slate. The bye teams are the Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Eagles. Pretty good teams on bye. The Rams suck. The Eagles are great. The Bills and Vikings are pretty damn good. Um, anything about those teams, or should we just get no. right into Thursday night football? Yeah, nah, nah, they can all go to hell. Saints at Cardinals Thursday night. The the, the reign of shit continues. It really does. Like this is I, Kyler's entertaining, I guess. The Saints are as boring as it gets. Uh, this is a one sentence game. I, I could go on, but DeAndre Hopkins is back. That'll help. I'm picking the Cardinals. Damn, I wanted that to be my first nut pull where I really tried to stick it out there, but I'm, I don't know. I have a feeling about the cards. I don't know why they're not good, but I just have a feeling. DeAndre's going to make a difference. Yeah, I agree. I, I was ready to pick the Aints because Hollywood Brown is gone. They had to go sign Robbie Anderson, comma. That's dumb as shit. D hop returns Cardinals. What I happened with Robbie be- Anderson? You, he yelled his way out of town. That's what I was going to say. I love it that, that that's like a he big thing. His, we call that the Spencer Dinwiddie. Just tell your coach to go fuck himself. Don't go all the way to choking him. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you can go pretty yeah. far. That's true. All right, moving on. Uh, Sunday early games, Browns at Ravens. The Ravens really let me down against the Giants. They look better all game. And then they just shit all over themselves like they've done all season. They're three and three. They could be six and zero, oh, which is why I I know you guys hate when I do this, but I'm so happy with the Eagles. It's like every team can lose. Like you could just fuck it up. Like we haven't done that yet. The Ravens have done it three times. They gave up 14 unanswered points with like nine minutes left. And this Disgusting. time it was the off- it was the offense's fault. It was before it Lamar was the defense game. blowing games. But no, they he made a bad decision to. Chuck a ball down the middle of the field instead of just uh, eating it, punting it away, eat, eating it, and that thus set off a mudslide. I wonder if he would feel the need to try these crazy things if he was being paid comfortably. <laughs> he is on a rookie deal, trying to put some shit together. I Sean Jackson, agree. will it matter at all? Do you guys care? No. He, every year is the annual Deshaun Jackson comes back story. But and he gets he one 80-yard touchdown. He always gets yeah, he one long one. touchdown. He'll probably get it this week, which is why I'm picking the Ravens. 
but uh, it is worthless in the long run. As we all know, something's going to happen to him. You're going to see a lot of hamstrings and, uh, and <laughs> ACL soreness. And it's he just could be good be, for vibes. I don't Huge th- I, locker room I, presence. I fine, but the Ravens are destined to be a six seed. So, and he'll be on the IR by then. So what do you want? I'm not off this Ravens team. Yeah. I still think they're pretty good, but yeah, six they're seed good. Furi- they infuriate me. Jamal, who you got? Uh, give me the Crazins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next game. Bucks at Panthers. The Bucks have lost three of four and it's delightful. Tom Brady's imploding. I mean, I did it a... last week. I'm picking the Panthers. Yeah. I, I am oh, picking oh. the Panthers in this game. Oh, okay. I'm, I was going to interrupt with some anecdote of some kind. Instead, let's I'm hear it. Just in shock. I have nothing anymore. I get, my mind was erased by that Panthers pick. Are you shitting yeah, me? That's no. not nationally competitive, man. No, I'm Tom, not shitting you. Tom Brady's going out to the papers and telling everyone how sad and miserable his life is right now. And you don't think he needs to step on the nutsack of a just horribly defeated, besotten team with nothing to live for. It's like he's like a serial killer who just kind of pays a sad homeless guy to just let him kill him. You know, that's that's what this transaction is. Just kill me. One last beer and give some money to... My kids and just shoot me in the head. <laughs> well, I guess I, I'm going the other way because I think the Panth- like the Bucks are a team you get up against. You see Tom Brady on the other side and it stirs something within. And you're like, you know what? Fuck that guy. We're going to play hard for one week. And that's what I see this Panthers team doing. Never. Bucks. Yeah, I got to take the Bucks. All right. I'm just saying that's a guys, nuts pick, though. That's the very definition yeah, yeah. of what we've discussed that we're going to have. I, I picked the Jets against the Packers last yeah. week. That was a nuts pick. Yeah, it's He's not got go. seminal fluid all over the whole screen. Uh, moving on, Falcons at Bengals. This is not a one-sentence game. They, but the Falcons have clawed their way out of that. The Bengals, you know, they were in the Super Bowl last year, so they're interesting no matter what. Uh I don't know. Atlanta could be five and one. Remember they blew that week one game against the saints. I thought they could have beat the bucks and got screwed two weeks ago. Uh, the, the media, the NFC is super mediocre this year. So the Falcons are tied for first place. They have to be considered a contender at least to make the playoffs, not like to win the super bowl, but they're in it. They're in the mix. I'm picking the Bengals. <laughs> well, allow yeah. me to show you my nuts. And pick the Falcons. Whoa! Whoa! I don't know what it is. It's a gut. It's a nut. I just feel like Marcus Mariota has got these guys running around. Bengals defense, nothing to, nothing to, I was going to say sing about. Uh, Nothing to (laughs) write home in a, write a song to your mother about. Uh, Falcons. Okay. I mean, I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, Jamar Chase had a big one. Let's see. Let's see if he can put two together. We didn't really go into the Jamar Chase storyline either, but one of his, um, was it his, his, his baby mama 
outed him for some disgusting behavior or something. But being a bad dad doesn't mean you're a bad football player. She was she if he's even a bad him of dad. Being a bad dad and speculation um, and of having and fist fighting with his mother. So well, we've seen Des Bryant do that. That's not a problem. Hey, I got I got nothing but respect for people who are willing. Speaking of Des Bryant. <laughs> if you could swing on one of your own parents props <laughs> that's a nut hanger uh speaking of swinging on your own parents uh cowboys head to detroit to take on the lions lions coming off a of bye week i will say uh they were shut out by the patriots the week before so that was pretty bad cowboys dak prescott is back that's the storyline um I'm not sure he's actually 100%. He would have played against the Eagles last week. Like they, they didn't love Cooper Rush that much. So I think Dak is not fully back to being the Dak Prescott we know. So I see an opportunity here, and I'm taking the Lions. Oh, I really, I yeah. am. There it is. There it is. This is why I'm running away with this thing because of your anti NFC East bias. It bites you in the ass every time. I mean, the fact that the Cowboys have a defense is the legitimate tiebreaker in this game because the Lions don't at all. And they just got blanked, skunked, embarrassed by the New England Patriots. And you expect Dakota Prescott to come out there and not throw 190 yards and a touchdown, maybe run one in, and that'll be enough? Give me the Cowboys. I'm taking the Lions. Whoa! I'm taking the Lions because this is a trap game if I ever saw one. Trapaholics, bitch! (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's a trap game, and the Lions got blanked by Bill Belichick. Yep. And who's on Bill Belichick's sideline? Matt Patricia, who just knows that entire... Lions team in and out. I mean, whether he knows the people at the facility, he knows the people at the facility who could make uh, Jared Goff feel bad about himself. You know what I'm saying? He knows the little things. And on the other side of that sideline is Mike McCarthy, who is a dumb fuck. He's a character from Dilbert. <laughs> you don't think that they talk though that he, that he doesn't get a call from Matt Patricia being like, "Here's all the secret shit you need to know." There's like a fat guy network. Amongst the coaches, yeah, mm. nah, they, they, they all secrets. They all meet at Golden Corral. <laughs> speaking nah, of listen, Fat Guy Networks, yeah. speaking of Fat Guy Networks, Brian Dables, Giants, head to Jacksonville to take on the Dumb Guy Network, Doug, Doug Peterson's Jags. Uh, the Giants just keep getting away with them. Like I, I know Danny, the bit is. You know, Daniel Q. Dimes and Danny How's Dimes it a bit is five, for real. Five and one. Five and one. How's it a bit? Sure. Sure. Um, Beat the pack in Lambo. I mean, yeah. It, it It's... um, But everybody's the deep, doing that these days. Yeah, the I Jets looked. just did it. No, you no, they didn't beat the pack. They beat the Ravens. They beat, they beat the Ravens. The Jets beat the pack. New York's yep. coming up. That's New why York it's easy to get them back. confused. They're both for real. Even though... God hates Jags. I'm taking the Jaguars. Give me the Gion. Mm. Mm. El Gigante. Put me down for a giant. My <laughs> NFC East. 
favorites, my favorites to win the division, the Giants. Yeah. I, did I yeah. not pick the Giants to win the division? You do in, every in year. Your That's your claim to fame, every Jamal. Year. I do it every year. <laughs> Big games coming up in the NFC. Smoking on that Jags pack. Uh, moving on, Colts at Titans. The AFC South struggle continues. The Colts this are 3-2-1. and one. Like, they're... <laughs> Yeah. They're so bad, and they have a winning record. It's. I mean, is that even that that tie it should is. count as two? A tie should count as two losses. I like that. <laughs> it's humiliating. They're under five hundred, <laughs> as far as I can see. The under five hundred Colts travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. I don't know. I still have no read on this Titans team, Jamel. As the the Titans. Uh, kind of expert in the house. What do you, what is your takeaway from this Titans team? Bro, nobody knows what's going on down there. I man. have no fucking clue. I keep I keep trying to get Coach Rabel on the phone. And he's like telling me he'll call me when he gets out of line at Sonic. It's been a long like time to- but- heard from him. Yeah, like say. three times in a row I have texted him. He's like, I'm at Sonic. I'll call you when I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, I just think I just don't like the Colts. I don't even know what to say. I just don't like them. I don't like their face. It's like that kind of feeling. Mm. And I don't much care for the Titans, but you know, Derrick Henry's back all the way back running people over again, just like it's meant to be in this part of the season when the Titans start to look good. So give me the Titans. Remember that I picked the Titans. Yeah, this is a mirror match. These teams are basically the same. In almost every way, even down to color schemes. Uh, another exciting installment in the most exciting and exhilarating division in football. I'm taking the Titans. I'm just going to take the Colts because you guys didn't. Because no one knows what's going to happen in this game. That game sucks. The Colts defense is good. The Titans defense is good. No, I don't know anything. Are they? I know nothing. Who even knows? Who knows? What was the dude's things? name? Who Fire. took over for Jonathan oh. Taylor and uh, Naheem Hines? They had a third stringer, and I think Jackson was his Deion name. Deion Jackson. Ran Deion Jackson, just well. incredible. It seems like any Colts running back is going to be amazing. So I'm going to take the Colts just based off the strength of Deion Jackson. Moving on, Packers at Commanders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh yes. Aaron Rodgers is in DC right now. Ah, oh, man. Affecting it's, change. It's Heineke time. I think it's Heineke time, right? It is. No, no. Team already posted the pick. You know what it is. Crack open a Heineke. Mm. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. About that. Yeah. Well, how do you fine. feel about that? Heineke sucks, but I guess he sucks less. I don't know. He just sucks in a different way. It's crazy that the legend of Heineke was built on that he lost to Tom Brady in the playoffs. And then they were like, we love this guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't even fucking win the game. But he did he it played heroically. okay. He like dove for one touchdown. Yeah, he had some heart. He showed some heart, and that's what he's going to do yeah. in this game. Mm. Yeah, I know. This is actually a really tough one to call. It is. Because Aaron Rodgers needs to take his offense on like an ayahuasca retreat because whatever they're doing right now is not working. They need a full reset. And he, I don't get it. Like he's frustrated. The offense is bad. The defense is not what we thought it was going to be. I, 
I think I'm taking the commandments. Wow. As disgusting as that is. I I can't join you because I think the commandments are good for about 12 points. And I think Rogers hits lucky 14. Uh, yeah, I hate to see the, the, the A-Rod train get derailed like this. I'm taking it back. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sunday late games, Jets at Broncos. Guys, we've talked about it. Robert Sala keeping receipts. Zach Wilson, revenge tour. It's all happening. And Russ is hurt. Russ is a Russ little is... hurt. We're not sure. Man. Bruised ego from Richard Sherman pounding on him at, on every it was, podcast. It was fun for like a couple weeks. I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. Russ sucks. It's sad now. I'm to the point where I'm not laughing anymore. It, it's it's a bad story. We need to get the, his manager on the phone. Yeah. Get him on the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. This is actually a safe space for him. This would be. We could actually make Russ feel like, you know, at least to, uh, that we're godly men who, you know, are willing to speak the word. And and then we'll blindside him about halfway mm-hmm. in. Yeah, toss his ass. Can they fire Hackett year one? Can you just do they it? They should have fired him after week one. They should have yeah. fired him as soon as that fucking field goal got kicked. Before it even missed. Well, who's worse, him or Urban Meyer? Because that's the only other coach I know who got the sack or this early in a season. Probably Urban Meyer, honestly. Probably Urban Meyer. All right, well, because he's like you know, he was like he was like hazing kids in the locker room. You know, he was making right. people do blow and stuff. Heck, Kicking just sucks. players. Yeah, which uh, was hilarious. I'm picking the Jets. Absolutely, the Jets. Yeah, I love me some Brees Hall. I did say Brees yeah. Hall game. Yeah. I didn't have the nuts to make the pick. I didn't have the nuts to make the pick, but I knew it was going to be Brees Hall fest. So we're at, we all got the Jets there. Next game, Texans at Raiders. This is a one-sentence game. My sentence is, I'm not watching this game, but I'm picking the Raiders. Yeah, let Derek Carr be a star for one week. Give me the Raiders. Uh, I'm picking the Raiders because the Texans don't have a social media presence. Smart Seahawks at chargers. Bored. This game bores me. I don't know. High flying. Am I wrong? I think I guess the Geno Smith angle. Jamal's got the rock and the Smith right now. Of course. Um, two bad defenses right now that are surrendering a lot in the air and on the ground. You got my guy, Kenneth Walker, who I just picked up in my fantasy league, had to spend a lot of fab, but he's mine now. And we're going to take this game. Seahawks. Whoa. That's right. I, the chargers are shaky as fuck, man. They almost let the Broncos beat them. They've got a lost coach. They've their coach should be on the same bus as Hackett towards the uh, execution camps. I mean, I'm still riding the Chargers because it's bolts for butts, baby. All season long. Chargers. Until the end of time. Uh, last afternoon game, Chiefs at Niners. Danny, let me just say, there's no shame in losing to the Bills. 
and as you've pointed out, it's early and it does not matter. And the postseason game will look entirely different. I'd say the nice takeaway is the defense limited the Bills to 24 points. Like sure. that was a pretty good showing. I don't care. It's off to the next one. And the next one is the Niners. And man, did they look bad losing to the Falcons. They have half a defense right now. I'll give it to all the Niners fans out there. They're not playing at full strength. They're also not going to be playing at full strength during this game. At least a few of their very important starters are out. Hopefully Nick Bosa's groin just keeps bothering him and he wants to get it massaged a few more times by a couple of Aryan chicks uh, or whatever he likes, however he likes to do that. Uh, But anyway, give me the Chiefs in an easy one. Hey, can I can I do the Chiefs 40 burger to get a plus two? Absolutely. I hope you win that one. That's you're hanging all kinds of nuts. I'll tell you this, Hardigan. If all of your picks come through, it's a crazy fucking week. And last week was the craziest week imaginable. So yeah, you gotta I'm win some of these. Feeling lucky. Mm, I I like the Chiefs, man. They can't lose two games in a row. No, they cannot. God uh, hey, it. Sunday night and Monday night suck. So get ready for these one-sentence primetime games. Steelers at Dolphins. I think Tua is back, but it's terrible. Give me the Dolphins. Dolphins, even though Tua's back. Steelers, take a shot. Ooh, that's some nuts for you. Monday night, Monday night football bears at Patriots. The bears on primetime multiple weeks in a row should never be allowed. And maybe that's why Roger Goodell should not get a bonus. I'm with Jerry Jones. Get this bears team the hell out of my TV. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, with Belichick coaching against a, this, this kind of team offensive line quarterback that the bears have, it's, you might as well call it the killing fields. I just came man. That. So, but it was pretty good. If you think of it, if you remember the movie, uh-huh. uh, yeah. so they're going to be killing fields. That's what I'm saying. Patriots. I mean, I think this is going to be closer than a lot of people think. I don't know, man. Justin Fields was okay in that game. It was honestly a lot of drops. He was a better really passer happy. than I thought. What it sounds like dropped was your eyeballs out of your head and you didn't see <laughs> anything that I was doing. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm on a roll right now. <laughs> Come on, yeah, he's going here. crazy. He's going nuts. Uh, whew. It's it's in it's in New England. I'm taking the Patriots. And that is the week seven slate, bringing us to this week's mailbag. You've got mail. The mail's crazier than ever. I mean, we can't get to it all. We'd like to, but we're just going to read three envelopes. Danny, kick us off. Grab a piece of mail for us. Here we go. Let's get in nice and deep. And ooh, there's the bottom. All right, here we go. Hey, guys, love the show. This is Dr. Jill Biden. That's right, doctor. I'm guessing it's that part that got Eagles fans so mad that they had to boo me at the stadium the other night. They must have thought I was related to Dr. Fauci and that I helped him put nanobots into the vaccine or gave them diabetes instead of their cheese whiz tasty cakes. I'm also a teacher, which they probably didn't like either. You know that kid in class who used to read out loud at a rate of about five words a minute and then channeled his shame by carving swastikas into his desk? Well, 
Imagine 80,000 of him and you've got the crowd at Lincoln Financial Field. Of course, I know they're really just booing my husband, whose presidency has sadly been tarnished by his failure to lead an insurrection. But Philly fans, I promise, even though you boo me, I won't stop fighting for you. Actually investing in infrastructure, actually lowering drug prices, actually letting you have the abortions that'll keep your wife from finding out that you fucked your niece. That's the Biden way. Turn the other cheek so you get a good view of our ass, you mayors of incel town. In closing, B-I-D-E-N, Biden. Signed, Dr. Oh, I got to take a shower after that. Man. That is, that is disrespectful to the people of Philadelphia. The cuts. <laughs> oh. I Look, it's not me. It's Jill Biden. Can I can she I ask her, sincerely was she actually booed? I didn't I didn't catch that. She got booed. You can check it out on foxnews.com where I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh a no. Great video for you. Turn all the way up. Because oh most of their listeners God. are hearing impaired. <laughs> uh on behalf of Actually, I wasn't there. I have nothing to do with this. Jamel, oh, no, yeah, now you're from Riverside. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I got a letter from uh, Redskins Park. Oh, no. Commander's Team President Jason Wright. Hey, guys, big fan of the show. Uh, you might have saw a letter that Dan Snyder put out on the team's behalf in which he named me and said it was disrespectful to me to make fun of the commanders publicly. And what I wanted to say on your platform is I don't give a shit about that. I knew that Dan Snyder was going to write this letter months ago. He had a draft written before he hired me. I want to let everybody in America know that I knew that I was stepping into a disaster and it's okay. It's all right to be the token president of a football team because the ends justify the means. And plus, I'm not responsible for anything you're seeing out there. Dan Snyder won't let me make any decisions. He basically flew me to Chicago so he could sit between me and my mans looking like the clown from Uncle Buck with no makeup on. You want to know what he was telling us? The whole time he was trying to prove he knew the lyrics to that one Busta Rhyme song with Janet Jackson. It was horrifying. But like I said, I'm fine and it's fine because once I am inevitably fired, I will get to work my dream job, which is assisting managing a FedEx Kinko's. Boy, do I love paper. A lot of people don't know that about me. That's how I got the job. Best feeling resume. Anyway, check me out at Kinko's when this is all said and done. Take command, President Jason Wright. Oh. Tough gonna suit. make, gonna make, gonna make your body wet. How's that song go? <laughs> is yeah. that it? <laughs> gonna, gonna make your body scream out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gonna make gonna make your body naughty things. Oh my god. That's what Dan Snyder was saying. He did that? Yeah. Oh my god.
That's why his hair looked like that. He was trying to rap like Buster Rhymes. That's impossible. I, I know. Uh, Jamel and I went to a Wu-Tang and Nas concert uh, a couple weeks ago. Buster Rhymes, surprise uh, participant on the bill. Probably the best performer of the night, maybe. Uh, there's probably like 20 people because Wu-Tang has so many. There's other surprise guests. Uh, Nas, who I went to see, probably the worst performer oh. of the night. Well, he's Pretty tired. Tough. Yeah, he's yeah, a little it was a love. Okay. It was a little, everybody was off and everyone had leather jackets on. Great show. Great show. We had a great time. Uh, my mail. Oh, hey, I got a letter here from um, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he says, hey, guys, big fan of the show, especially Danny's hilarious takes. Wanted to write in and plug my new podcast, Footballing with me, Ben Roethlisberger. I'm putting in the hard work, doing my internet radio hours. And I've rededicated my life towards building up to something that you all fear. Me taking over Kirk Herbstreet's job on Thursday Night Football. TNF is a show that needs edge, and I'm just the guy to give it to him. This is just the beginning, friends. I cannot wait to be the voice of America. I will see you all soon. Signed, Ben Roethlisberger. Wow. When we see when we see a broadcast <laughs> where Kirk Herbstreet has like giant choke marks on his neck, we'll know yeah. Ben's coming next season. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, Ben appears to be positioning himself to get one of these announcing jobs. That's what my takeaway is. That's why he's doing this podcast. I I accidentally clicked on it. I watched a few minutes. He drank two beers probably in the one minute that I watched. Um, He did shit on Tom Brady, which I enjoyed. He He said he didn't look like he wanted to be out there. But then media... Outlets pick that up, and now they're reporting on Ben Roethlisberger's coverage of Tom Brady, which is legitimizing that pod. It's it's all bad. We cannot let Ben Roethlisberger be on TV. Let's put up a stance right now. I'm good with that. I'm out on him. I'm... <sighs> Final thoughts, Danny. Uh, you know, I just thought it was funny you sent that that story about. Aaron Rodgers kicking Bill Burr out of the Joe Rogan group chat. And apparently like Burr made a joke about like, Oh, the giants defense may look like they were trying to give Rogers the vaccine or something. And and then that was enough to, to get off the group chat forever. That was, you lost Aaron Rodgers with that. Look, Vax guys, you can cough all over us and keep this pandemic going for the next hundred years, but learn to take, the simplest fucking version of the joke. That's all we ask is that you guys are so fucking so you didn't think if you were around a bunch of comedians, you might hear a joke about the, you refusing the fucking jab. Jesus. Another example of Aaron Rodgers being soft as fuck and a loser. Enjoy the bye week guys. Eagles fans, you know, you can skip this Sunday, take your wife out, do something nice, get away from football. It's okay. Is that what you're going to do? No, it's not. I'm going to watch every single game in its entirety, and I'm sorry for that. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That yeah, yeah. Yes, we please. might have to redo this part. No, yeah, no. I'm, I'm we're, we're just saying sorry in general. Sorry that Jamel's mic cut off at the end. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm sorry. sorry. If you don't hear, hear this, from I'm Jamel sorry. At the end. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not at uh, Potomac versus Freedom. Go Panthers this Friday. 